Welcome to a home group heads up, a podcast by Calvary Bible Church to equip the home group leaders for the coming conversation the following week of the sermon. With your hosts, Jay and Perry. How's it going, Perry? It's going well, Jay. Good to be here. Oh, man, I faded out the music way too quick there. It's it's quite all right. It's okay. Quite all right. That was a little jump and rush. But hey, hey, home group leaders, we're glad you're tuning in today. We have a great sermon series ahead of us at Calvary Bible Church about being battle ready. And we're going to get into that just a little bit and help you get you equipped for this weekend. But before I get there... Will you go to calvarybible.com slash events and check out what's happening at Calvary before you meet in your group this week? Um, that'll be helpful for you to have in your heart and your head what is happening at Calvary. You'll notice that um, actually the high school spring retreat um, is going to be here local in the Erie campus. All three campuses will be there. But if you have groups and families in your um, in your community there in your home group, Will you encourage them to get their high schools plugged in? That's going to be a great time. It's going to be safe. They're going to be wearing masks. They're going to be in pods. But I can't think of a better opportunity to connect high schoolers to what Jesus is doing here at Calvary than the high school retreat. So go to calvarybible.com slash events. Find out what is happening at Calvary. This is a great page for you to visit occasionally as well. And then if you go to the mobile bulletin, I know you see the QR codes all around the building if you're ever in the building, but if you go to Calvary Bible and click on the mobile bulletin, that'll keep you up to date what's going on at Calvary too because you are the mouth and the ear of what is happening in Calvary, and you are helping us connect those dots to those people in your group. So do me a big solid and go there and just um, sort of just be diligent in the going to the mobile bulletin. Thanks so much. Okay, we're in Battle Ready is the next sermon series. Perry, you want to give us a little highlight of what Battle Ready is? All about spiritual warfare. That's a that sounds really scary. Yeah, it it does. It does. And and it's it's interesting to think about the different responses that people have to just the idea of spiritual warfare. And I think uh, for home group leaders, this is something that you should expect in your own group, in your discussion, where um, people will be really eager in some cases maybe to talk about spiritual warfare because it's something that they are um, really either they've had experiences with it in their own life that they um, are eager to talk about or it's just a topic that fascinates them. And some people may have the completely opposite response where they don't want to talk about it at all. They don't even they don't even like to think of the idea of being in a battle period because it just sounds militaristic. It sounds violent, all of that. Can I interject here? Yeah. This is really important for home group leaders to realize that there's a few hobby horses, as we call them. Yeah. And Christianity, just, you know, it's apologetics. Maybe it's family, maybe it's money. Spiritual warfare is one of those that someone in your group possibly could be really interested in and it be the thing that has defined their faith, but also encouragers their faith so yeah. just keep that in mind as you think about battle ready okay. absolutely so keep, up. keep going on Perry. well the go-to text for most discussions about spiritual warfare is probably ephesians 6 um, starting in verse 10 through verse 20 um, this is the famous passage where paul talks about the spiritual battle that we're all in and he makes the case that we should be um, in our own terms be battle ready that we should armor up and so that we're ready to fight. So um, this is the passage that starts off, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. 
For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And I just read that out of the New International Version, not the ESV, I just realized. But very similar in the ESV as well. So that's the passage that Pastor Tom is going to be preaching in um, on the online service. And then you'll hear um, different preachers, at, whether if you're in Erie or if you're in Thornton this weekend. But it's the same passage that will be talked about. This is the entry point into what it means to be in a spiritual battle. We all face struggles in our life. Amen. We all face um, some common struggles. We face some unique struggles. Some of the common struggles we might think of right now would be the in the political arena, maybe. Maybe it's related to COVID and all of the struggles that we've faced with that and the dissent in our culture against the right way to respond to COVID and everything that has creeped up with that. We tend to think of those things as arguments over science or arguments over different perspectives and opinions. Some are more conservative leaning, some are more liberal with it. And we tend to think of it in these kinds of categories. But if we take Paul's words seriously, those kinds of struggles should really be thought of as primarily struggles that are spiritual. Like these struggles have a spiritual component too. So this series is going to invite us to think in those terms, to be reminded of what that looks like in our lives as believers. Yeah, that's really good. And some of the highlights from the text over this weekend is that um, they're going to lay the groundwork for how to think about the spiritual battle in each of our lives. How do we possess the uh, character and what do we need in order to be ready for that battle? Mm -hmm. And so some of the major application on the very back end that we want you to talk about in your group, because these are going to be really important is that um, we need to know our position in Christ. Uh, we need to recognize our weakness, and we need to firm up our faith. And that's really a great place for you to land the plane in the discussion about, hey, in your own lives, where do you see your weak in those three things? Where can you grow? What are some ways you can grow in is a really great conversation to have in your group, especially around this text, because this text reveals a lot in our own selves about uh, what's going on in the world and what's going on in our own world. You also have something really cool, I think, Perry, that um, is not often talked about, but in our extra credit this week, you have a really unique passage um, from a great book. What book is that? Yeah, Screwtape Letters, a guy named C.S. Lewis. I'm sure none of you have heard of him. It feels like we're always quoting C.S. Lewis or Tim Keller or somebody like that. So, and here we go with another C.S. Lewis quote, but I can't help myself because it just applies so easily to this series and especially the opening week of the series where C.S. Lewis, I think this is, I don't have the book in front of me. I think this is from the introduction to the book, but he talks about how there are two equal and opposite errors into which our race, humanity, we can fall about the devils. The devils is just a word he uses to describe spiritual beings. Um, well, not all spiritual beings, I should say. I should qualify that, but the demonic world. And he says one is to disbelieve in their existence. That's the first error. The other is to believe and to feel an excessive and unhealthy interest in them. They themselves, the devils, are equally pleased by both errors and hail a materialist or a magician with the same delight. So the materialist is the person who does not believe that devils even exist. The uh, magician believes that they exist all over and they're fascinated by them. So those are two errors that we might fall into in our own lives, either 
denying the spiritual battle altogether or being overly fascinated and drawn to it. It's just a good reminder that uh, we need to be um, thinking about this carefully as we're in this series, that we need to be beware that there is a spiritual battle around us. But even though we're using the term battle, it's fought in a way that's unlike any other battle we might be a part of. Um, this is a battle that is fought by trusting in Jesus and knowing that he has already overcome the enemy, that even though we are in a battle, the outcome of that battle is not in question in any way whatsoever, but that we grow in our faith um, by trusting in Jesus. We walk alongside him, and we are assured to be victorious in that battle. That's a really great point. That was what hit my brain as well, Perry, is that the war has been won. You just have to turn the to the last few chapters of our Bible right. to know that. Um, so this isn't a, a battle that you cannot win or know that there's a victory that's going to be a long-term victory that's in our future hope. Mm-hmm. So that is the clarity of that. And it is through Jesus himself and his own blood and his own victory through the cross, the death, and the right. resurrection that declares that battle and those victories won. Yeah, and it's great how this series is going to lead us directly into Easter. Um, so we'll be reminded of that victory, how it came and just reminded um, that it has been won for us already. It's really cool. Yeah, so do you have any other tips for this this series? As, as a home group leader, you could run into some squirrely conversations and people having some squirrely ideas. That just happens when we talk about spiritual forces because a lot of people have, have been led to believe in different things about spiritual forces. So one of the great things I could coach you up on this week is continue to ask the question when – you think something's goofy is where do you find that in scripture or where have you seen that play out in your Christian faith? Um, and those are two questions that you need to have in your back pocket at all times when things get squirrely in a conversation, but always saying, Hey, where did you find that in scripture? I've never seen that before. And it's a curiosity question, but it also gets your group back into the only thing that really matters. And that's God's truth. Yeah. I think that's, that's really great advice, Jay, that, probably especially in this series, stay very, very close to the scriptures. Um, Don't let the conversation as much as you can. Don't let it stray out of that into some areas that are more about opinion and um, maybe about something somebody read from somebody. Conjectures. At some time. Yeah. 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 Stay close to the scriptures and they will guide us in our conversations and our discussions. And that's always good advice, but especially in a series like this. Yeah, so home group leaders, we're praying for you. We always want to keep these podcasts really short, so we're going to head on out here. We're praying for you. We're so thankful for you. Let us know if you need anything from us. You need any encouragement, equipping, coaching. If you have any stories in your group that you just feel overwhelmed with, please reach out to us here at Calvary. We are here for you. We're just so thankful we do ministry together. We hope that you have a great week, and we will see you later, my friends. See you, Perry. See you.